Good morning. This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. It's almost six o'clock. December. And it is actually not that bad. It's a uh, temperature-wise, yesterday was a bit uh, grim. It's still overcast, um, but at least it's not super cold or anything like that. Uh, topic? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'll stay on topic, which at at times is quite wonderful, sort of ending up somewhere completely different and often relevant, it, it feels like. Uh, castles. I was thinking of castles and I was thinking of, say, famous castles uh, such as Camelot, you know, these mythical, mythical places that inhabit part of a person's mind. And also the, the history of, of castles, going from these um, ring forts and stone structures like wheel houses where stone stone walls are created and to, and as well that say it could be just a circle a, a circle of a stone wall and then you put some thatch or some peat on top But there's a long, a long history and a long, long sense of uh, identification. So going, so going right back there's, there's a sense early on of defense. It's defense. It's also uh, status, status, it's, it's this show of force, of wealth and of force. And these, these castles actually have in one of my um, family crests. It's, it's a weird thing having something like that. But, and, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it has, it has, say, little to do with my family. And it's probably, you know, a, a far distant branch that actually has this um, crest, you know, or these symbols. But, but one of them is of, of, this, of this castle. 
It's it's more. It looks like more like a tower. And and then there's some Latin. And then, uh, so that's so that's for one sort of side of one family, and then another family I'm connected to has a. I believe I believe it's a sort of Scottish crest, and it has a kind of belt. And then there's this hand holding a what looks like a a, a dagger. And, and again, it says something. I believe it's Latin. But I'm not sure exactly how how connected um, to my family that is. that is. It's interesting because, say, people will align themselves with... Uh, another Scottish example is uh, the, the tartan, or plaid. And you'll see people wearing uh, kilts kilts and uh, maybe they have a tie uh, that is that sort of shows their their family and I had assumed that everyone oh everyone in Scotland has one of these and I met somebody with some Scottish roots who their family had not aligned politically with England so they had not received a a tartan, but also I'm I'm not quite clear on, like say, <laughs> what if you're not part of the family, like what if, what if you're off in the middle of nowhere and you don't have any of these political affiliations and I have seen though that you can actually sign up I think you know pay some money. You can sign up and you can have a kind of the, the heraldry version of um, tartan. So I'm, I'm assuming that's everywhere. Uh, and two... Does it have to do with, you know, sort of tribal associations? Like, say, if you're, if you're from a certain part of, certain part of a country, and that you just get sort of lumped in, and and you're you're known, you're known by a name, so, kind of, kind of curious about that. I was just uh, watching a documentary on, probably get the pronunciation wrong, but it's Plantagets, I, th- I think, and it's, it's uh, these, it's this uh, medieval dynasty in, in England, uh, it's, it starts in France, so say, coming over from the Norman invasion and 
of course there's of course there's lots of uh, castles and there's lots of talk about about and wonderful talk about uh, these family problems these you know um, uh, families being ripped apart and um civil wars being caused by um, you know the uh, king and his uh, children but there's a talk about in in that in that instance that family there's these pulling down of castles and construction of castles I believe in Wales that there's these castles being built and now my mind is is jumping to um, say uh, Roman forts that that are are predating uh, the castles you know the medieval castles obviously by like a thousand years it's interesting that the you know medieval times which is a large span of times i'm just thinking like post 1000 AD and and that they they remember the romans that there's this uh Would it be delible, Mark? That that the influence of the Romans was so great that that they remained. And I suppose there there was a you know say written down record in history, uh, and then the influence of the culture that is inescapable. And two, I'm sort of thinking about how the religion, say Christianity, like that there's this, you know, the, the Roman Empire becomes the Holy Roman Empire. And it's not like the Romans, poof, are gone, but that, that we have instead, you know, uh, there's the Pope and... So I'm, I'm wanting to adjust my thinking and saying that, in a way, the Romans never left. Castles. <laughs> in Lord of the Rings... There are there are castles like say I when reading I, I never really got a sense of castles per se. There were places and there were names to the places, um, and it was great to see the movies uh, because there was this illustration going on 
you know, Minas Tirith, you know, I could finally see it as the, the prow of a ship. Whereas reading the books, I, I didn't have that, I didn't have that notion. An odd castle is, from fiction, is uh, Gormenghast, from the Gormenghast, uh, by Mervyn, Mervyn Peak or Peaks. And I think it can fall into the realm of fantasy, low fantasy. It has a gothic tone to it. But the castle is a rambling castle, and it it goes. Um, it's almost like say uh, extensions that it had just been added onto and added onto. Parts are allowed to fall down or sort of are forgotten about. So in, in reading it and then seeing the televised version that it's sprawling there's a sense of decay as well. Um, and a bit of a feeling that not much has happened like that there hasn't been a there hasn't been development or much renovation, say. And it is kind of being allowed to just fall apart. So that's Gormenghast. Can I recommend it? <laughs> Not really. It has its moments. You know, I'm sure that it wouldn't have uh, garnered a, a miniseries otherwise. But to, uh, to me, it feels it feels like a bit of an oddity, and I was just never really sure where it was going. Feel free to argue with me. Uh, a, a castle I just thought of is Hogwarts. You know, the Hogwarts, Hogwarts is is a castle and it's it's a kind of it's a kind of castle that like say the, you know my fantasy castle I think of these uh, I think of something like Hogwarts something sort of large with lots of towers big, a big building and not not an actual castle when I've gone and looked at castles and attempted to get some sense of, say, how a castle is laid out, often I end up with this very simplistic design that there's, there's a central courtyard and it has walls. It might have towers, say, on on each of each of the corners and that there would be 
a, a central tower, a, a, some kind of structure, stone structure perhaps. I've, I've learned that there, there are, there are, have been wooden castles. And, of course, much more affordable to build. But, it, but this was very valid, in that you would have this palisade, which is this uh, wall of sort of almost like taking tree trunks and sharpening the, the tops of the, these poles, like telephone poles, and that they would be, um, it would create a fence around the, the outer part of the castle. If you've ever read Asterix and Obelix, the Romans, I believe the Romans had that, this palisade, and then also the, the Gauls, the, the villagers. I'm trying to remember if the if the village had a name. I don't I don't recall a name ever being given to the the village. There must have been a name for the Asterix and Obelix village. But anyway, so there's there would be this there would be a palisade. Uh, there would be earthworks. Uh, uh, ditches, a, a variety of ditches, to slow down approach, you know, making it not, not easy. There could even be a moat. And watching archaeology shows, there would be trash, uh, broken pottery, and and the like that would fall into the into ditches or be used for fill say that they decided they no longer wanted a ditch so they would fill it in with whatever uh, trash and stone was around and so we can find we can find uh, objects pottery it's amazing what they you know they, they have a shard a small piece of pottery and these archaeologists, and too, there, there will be specialists who can take one look, one sharp look at this shard and determine, you know, where it came from. And at, at, first, at first I thought, oh, come on, you know, that, that's a bit of voodoo. That's not, that can't be possible. But just even looking at, at fashions and trends now, you know, you can date within a hundred years or, you know, two hundred years. You can date fairly accurately where something came from or what it is. But that's not to say there, there is an element of mystery because they'll they'll pick up an object and not be quite sure what it is. You know, maybe it's a bit rusted or something. I just love it when these archaeologists pick up these bit of pottery and they say, oh yeah, this is from 1256. Well, how do you know? Oh, because in this area, this type of pottery was being made. And 
It's well documented. And then they'll do this reconstruction of the, of the pot. So the, the really early structures, these earth forts, uh, these ditches, that's, that's going back to prehistoric times. It's, you know, megalithic. Um, people who are... People who, like, say... I, I want to say Iron Age, but... People who are starting off with... What is it called? Herding... Beginnings of, of agriculture. So it's it's so it's leaving behind the hunter-gatherer, and becoming more sort of solidified communities. Uh, the Martin Bailey uh, is one structure one sort of ev- evolution of this where uh, so the Mott part M-O-T-T-E is on a hill and and that would be an example of a wooden castle or to my knowledge that you know usually they're they're described as being wooden and at the bottom of the hill there would be uh, a space, an area, and then there would be this uh, wall surrounding this palisade. And it's all about, say, you know, that height on the hill is a vantage point, it's giving a view of the area. The sort of <laughs> the sub-city in Vancouver we have smaller cities and one of them is New Westminster where I grew up and uh, the reason why it was chosen by the royal engineers from England uh, was because it was on a hill and you can still see at least one cannon uh, in New Westminster, and the cannons were pointed south. They, this particular cannon I'm thinking of is no longer pointed south, but originally uh, cannons, there were cannons and they were pointed south. And this is because of the United States and you know, there was, there's still that that notion, or in, in a sense, it's, it's sort of like a show of strength, a show of power. You know, oh, we've built our kind of castle, you know, it's our, it's our this capital city here, you know, and we've got cannons, we've got firepower. That's one of the cannons sort of mark the end of the castle. Before that there's these 
fantastic. Uh, I think it's called trebuchet. There's, which is a, it's a form of catapult, but much more powerful than the catapult. I think I think accurate and and uh, accurate and powerful. But all of a sudden, with cannons, the sort of the once safety. Of, of a castle was, you know, out the window. You, and two, you could argue that, say, with catapults and trebuchets, that, you know, we were, we were well on the way. One thing I've picked up about castles is that castle sieges were quite rare. It seems like every movie that has a, some kind of castle, some in some form or another, such as uh, Excalibur, which is which is one movie I saw as a as a kid, and that had gosh, it had at least one siege, right? You know, you can't have a good fantasy movie without one siege. But I've seen, say, Robin Hood. I think it was a Russell Crowe version, and there was a there was a siege. But that seemed, actually, that seemed much more accurate because the, rather, rather than attacking the castle, it was about surrounding the castle and, and waiting them out. Waiting them out, smoking them out, and why, why use up your resources, your warriors, why not just camp around the castle, uh, you know, take your time and wait until they've run out of food, uh, possibly water. One reason for the castle's position could be water. It could be a well. And there would be, uh, there would be all kinds of inquiry into that. You know, is it possible to poison the well? Is it, is it possible to cut off supplies to the castle? Watching this uh, watching this show about the I'm saying it wrong uh, planta- plantagenets <laughs> so these this medieval England dynasty that I think was a it was a queen and she was there there was a there was a siege not actually attacking the castle but just waiting outside I'm not sure the distinction of whether you know that would be called a siege or not but so she's it's winter she's in the castle she waits until it's Nighttime, so there's snow everywhere. She dresses up, like you know, she dresses warmly, but she's wearing a white sheet. And then she slips out of a side door in the in the dead of winter, dead of night, crosses a river, and uh, gets away to safety to uh, another castle. 
I'm just jumping now, thought-wise, to more medieval stories around uh, knights and who are encountering a fairy, say, enchantresses. Uh, they're on a, a quest of some kind or another in the night, finds himself in a strange forest, you know, and there's, there's a tower in the middle of nowhere, and there's a, there's a strange uh, damsel, right, that is, is at the tower, and she's this representative of, of, uh, I want to say the subconscious, right, the, the subconscious, the mythical, What are other ways of saying it? The id. But she has access to information and knowledge that uh, the knight requires, you know, to complete this quest. And that that character is reminding me of all kinds of. In a way, it's a it's, it's sort of a femme fatale trope. And you, you know you could flip it around and make it make it a guy, right? The uh, the traveling salesman, or not even traveling, right? Let's let's put him in in the tower, and then it's a a female a female knight. But this this character is is an expression of the the main characters what is it the the sort of suppressed or the wild side of the main character right so just got a message in the middle of my walk, so I'm just... quickly replying. Uh, castles. So we've reached the halfway mark for castles. This is the bad part of castles. The bad part of castles is that, for myself, that it has to do with, you know, these these are dictatorships. These are dictatorships. These are... Um, sort of fluffed up, not fluffed up, <laughs> that sounds like a pillow, uh, castles, castles ought not uh, represent what they do, it's, it's part of the, I want to say, fairy tale confabulation, that it is 
showing something that is it's not it's not a true thing the the hope is that you know the dictator is virtuous right that the monarchy is not going to abuse what is it uh, with great power comes great responsibility and uh, again and again just watching this uh, documentary about the Plantagenets that they are horrible people you know they they lead their armies and, and you could argue it's like well boss it's a huge chess game you know you, you have to play or else you're going to lose uh, but you know these are these are you know families attacking families creating civil wars there's a kind of there's it, it, it's almost like say that their grip on anyways i i'm looking at these people and going okay these are not virtuous people uh and it's weird because they they're supposed to be um leaders they're supposed to be uh, responsible and take taking care of their people you know but there's you know they're blowing money on huge building projects and some of some of them which still stand today such as Westminster Abbey right that there are these contributions to to culture but at the same time it comes at a cost right that where's that money coming from you know is is it serving is it serving the people uh <laughs> why why should you care moss you <laughs> those people are long since gone but the, but the the fairy tale of of the castle and by extension the monarchy is that is that it is desirable to be a princess or a prince uh, to aspire to positions of power that imitate this it, it in a way it it feels like it undermines like say these stories uh these disney stories that we don't really get into the the cost of of monarchy i definitely prefer how uh my head of state is kind of hobbled that that their role is more symbolic but i i also fear that say in a in a time of desperation that they might be trotted out or that they might seek to occupy um occupy and dismantle democracy and you know that it might seem that might seem that that is not oh that would never happen but looking at human history people freak out when stuff is going wrong like say all of a sudden you know you've 
you know, downsizing, you know, losing your job, uh, losing your money, your income, losing your place. All of a sudden, say, there's this instability. And if you're not able to rock and roll and put it all back together again, you could lose your family. You could... Uh, lots of stuff becomes unaccessible, um, such as medication, medication, benefits, insurance, on and on and on. And, and, and you know, you've got some, some, you know, dictator in the wings, somebody with, you know, who, who, who claims to leadership and people will follow, you know, they're looking, they're looking for a leader. Oh, let's go back to our traditional roots. You know, it's, so, so for me, I, I keep having red flags when I'll see Disney movies or something, something like that. There, there are a large number of cartoons, television shows that aggrandize. They make it makes it grand and it it would be better, it would be sort of say healthier to be projecting uh, to be projecting something like that. A bizarre a good example would be, and slightly going back to castles here, uh, <laughs> getting my names mixed up, but Game of Thrones, that, that, that we get a, a better, messier uh, vision, you know, of the reality I, I always appreciate it when there's a show that is giving me a dose of of the reality, right? Giving me giving me the perspective, and sort of it's like a reflection and showing me that democracy is better, and showing me say we may have uh, corruption in politics and business. We have it in Canada. Uh, there's people, there's always people waiting in the wings to shoot themselves in the foot. And, you know, it seems like every election has to do with um, mistakes. So we are returning to the castle. man's home is his castle. A woman's home is her castle. Uh, it's, it's interesting too. Some people don't go for that. Some people are not into, into flipping things around. That they want, they want their medieval to be medieval. They want um, you know that the king is at the top and so on and so forth 
and again, it's 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 refreshing when we get when we get something that's a bit more balanced. Obviously, though, it's it's not it's not a perfect reflection, but say perhaps in a way it is because the, the glass ceiling still exists. Much of the world, this is I'm going from my perspective, and um, yeah, I I want to believe that the glass ceiling, you know, is on the way out. But there are many, 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 many countries, cultures, that are not operating the way, the way that I'm operating, and two, I'm generalizing. I'm I'm saying that. What am I saying? I'm saying let's make a cup of tea. So yeah, that these. These castles we see, the the castles, the layouts that that they are that they are often fantastical, that they are what's it called when you're um, when you're imagining and it's um, you know you're sort of looking at something and making it into something that it's not and like removing all of the grit and not going into the um and, and this is not to say that all you know all all medieval leaders were awful horrible people that took advantage of their um serfs and slaves and you know so on and so forth but you know we're human beings, and power corrupts. And <laughs> there's so many stories. You know, it's it seems like it's more. Uh, there's more corruption than there is um, decency. Um, and I think I think part of it has to do with, say, almost like say separating oneself. Um, separating one's oneself from the the common people right that oh you know you want to have the the latest fashion from France or or oh you don't want to speak the local language like say in the case of England uh after the Norman invasion or say any invasion um one one that I'm more familiar with now is the um, the Japanese uh, invasion of Korea, this attempt to colonize, and the the corruption worked on both sides. You know, you had the bureaucracy, the Japanese bureaucracy, but you also had the people who assisted in in this uh, invasion and failed colonization, right? Everybody was out to make a buck. There's a pretty good movie recently that came out called uh, Battleship Island, and it it I thought it did a great job of representing um, the various facets of say people 
people who are allowing themselves to be cowed. There's the people who are kowtowing, that they are sort of acquiescing. Um, people who are, you know, selling out their, um, you know, selling out their country, selling out their, uh, uh, for, for money, and not very much money. Uh, so that's, right, or say, oh, well, we'll give you a job, you know, oppressing your fellow human being, you know, and, and you know, you'll get paid, uh, you know, perhaps, you know, much more than you would normally. So what's my point? The, the medieval image that is, that is conveyed, I think the worst, the worst one is the, uh, is something like Cinderella, where it's this aspiration. Um, ultimately, you know, it's a great and wonderful thing to be a princess. It's like, um, maybe? You know, I, I, I'm not sure about this. Right. The tea is in the cup, but now we're putting in the milk. I used to use a lot of. Uh, I used to actually use uh, like coffee cream, and which was delicious. But I'm slowly getting used to um, just milk and not a lot of milk. I'm not sure what's happening. Maybe I'm watching too much BBC or something. Hanging around with British types. Are there British people in Vancouver? Yes. Yes, there are. So, so castles. Castles, the fascination with castles continue. There are houses in Vancouver that look like castles. Sometimes it's just the facade, it's just, you know, the front, and um, I'm sure much to the horror of people doing real estate trying to sell the house, you know, it's, <laughs> how are we going to spin this, right? Tiny Vancouver mansion, you know. <laughs> if, you, if you like the, the medieval impulse, then you'll love this little chateau. Yeah, there's this infatuation. Uh, we, you know, we make this kind of pilgrimage to uh, Disneyland, and the that fantasy castle, which is there's something I want to say Germanic about it. Wasn't it modeled after a uh, kind of Germanic castle? That it, it's it's not say the gray stone castle. It's I, I think. I guess it's plaster on the outside, maybe, and not definitely not a falling apart ruin, but uh, you know something that that could still be occupied. But you know, even with Walt Disney, that they're that they're selling this um, they're selling this fairy tale. Um, one thing, uh, like say recently. I'm watching a uh, Korean uh, Korean drama, and it it gets into what's called chaebols. Uh, in Korea, there are these family. It's a bit dynastic, like a dynasty that 
that these people own a large company. One example is Samsung. It's owned by a family, and it has a different kind of setup. Um, say most big companies we think of are that there's this investment that breaks them up, right? That not one family or one group or one person doesn't own the company. And that's not the case for, say, Samsung. Um, the, the, the drama I'm watching, it, it, shows, it shows this <laughs> sort of a Machiavellian... Uh, like s- scheming families that are um, it, really it's arranged marriages you know and that that's one of the downfalls of you know monarchy especially medieval monarchy that um, like the plantagenets 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 that that you know the strategy is okay. We're going to marry off daughters, sons. We're going to marry off our daughter to this other uh, country, and now we're going to have this connection uh, with that country. And yeah, that it's strategic. One of the more modern examples of that uh, was, say, Queen Queen Victoria. So really, we're talking. You know, it's a hundred years ago, but still. Um, and that, let's see, I, th- I think it's that they were, was it that they were cousins? So it's it's that they, the king of England, the, the czar of Russia, and then the Kaiser, which is the, the German uh, king, I guess, that they were all um, related. And it's either that they were like brothers or they were cousins, and and you know we we get world war 1 from from these people right and of, of course it's not it's not getting into the into the governments i'm i'm just sort of like pointing at the monarchy and um how they're agreeing to this to this conflict you know that they're willing to sell each other out and and fight um you know agree to it, spearhead it. Of course, the people are agreeing to it, following their leaders, and, um, you know, to the tragedy of millions. So, so there's a, a, a love-hate relationship, or I, I guess it's the I-have-a-love-hate relationship with castles. On one hand, they're fascinating, right? That they are these remnants uh, that they are part of the the zeitgeist you know that, that they you know they ha- they have a place there but it's not um it's not a great place and it's not a uh it's not a sort of a it's not a kind thing one of the most recent examples would be the military bases um the one i'm thinking of is was was set up in Afghanistan, and that, you know, that is a modern example of a castle, right? It's, it's got, you know, defenses, it's, uh, it's got these uh, 
huge concrete um, concrete walls and it, and two it's it's military and, and that's one thing that that's say you know a true castle is military the later castles become um, they, they be, it's not about it's less to do with military and it's more about status it's more about you know, ah, see, I have a castle. So, you know, you could be uh, a wealthy um, a, a landowner or a, you know, um, a business person and that you would have, you would have a castle, right? And it would, it would look like a castle, but it, it would not be, say, you know, a traditional castle that those days were now done. Um, or say, like, say, a palace, right? That, that it would have these elements of, of a castle. Uh, at the top, um, I think it's called crenellation, and I think one of the words, it's like they have this sort of zigzag, not a zigzag, but anyways, it's a, at, the, at the top, say, surrounding the towers and the walls that they would have. I think one of them is called a merlon, where it's, it, it really what its function is, is, is to hide behind, you know, so that you can sort of fire a crossbow or you know, a bow or even a rifle. Um, but, but now it's, it's purely symbolic. Is it purely symbolic? <laughs> I'm thinking of things like, say, the Alamo, right? And so, well, you'd still want something to hide behind, you know, to, to make things more diff- make it e- difficult to be, to be shot at. And arrow, arrow loops would probably be great for, you know, if you have a rifle, I guess the the point I'm getting to is that we we still have castles, right? So castles have kind of transformed, or castles, yeah, that that we still have that the milist, military still uses them. That we, you know, you still use them. Uh, the military as an expression of us, and it's an it's an odd relationship. I will usually thank uh, a soldier. In Vancouver, we have an, an armory, a, like a base. Um, there's larger bases, but uh, I'll see. I'll will see. Uh, usually, it's young a young soldier, um, you know, and they've got their you know, big backpack, and it's very obvious to sort of see who they are. But uh, I will usually thank them, and I will usually acknowledge. Um, Memorial, it would be Memorial Day, I think, in the States, and up here it's Remembrance Day. And, and, and that, that's a difficult relationship, right? It's sort of like, you know, if, if we don't have a military, then we cease to exist. Oh, Moss, you know, that's not the case. You know, <laughs> you know we should open our doors to everyone. Mm-hmm. That's the hope, right? And it's it's a it's it's a lovely idea, but you know the the reality is yeah is the opposite, and 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 too I I'm for I'm for peace. So you know how how can we do that right without yeah that's in in writing I'll 
I'm constantly returning to that. It's like, you know, how can you be, how can you be a civilized person? And yet, you know, you're, you're functioning in a, in a civilization that has, um, you know, firearms and that we still have this, um, we still have violence, right? You know, haven't we outgrown that yet? The answer is no, right? You know, we're still, we're still, um, um, still seduced by it we're still attracted to it it there's something in us that is um yeah you, you know pick up any well not any but there's a lot of fiction uh, out there there's a lot of um there are a lot of movies say stories we tell each other these you know bloodthirsty stories oh, such a <laughs> such an interesting um uh, journey start with castles and end up on social critique right you know oh how are we going to get out of this uh, uh this cycle of violence Th- things have changed and uh, i think part of it is that uh like say in Vi- in in vancouver we have a um we have a, a, a bubble, a real estate bubble, uh, that um, it, it's been talked about that it's we're we're actually right in it right now, and that we we won't know until after it's over, you know how how much sort of say you know if this bubble explodes, if we have some kind of real estate collapse, um, uh part of the problem with it is is say that it it has been allowed to get out of hand and that um say regulation um there there's a golden opportunity to 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 turn things around and likewise likewise with um with our modern day castles right that that there is an an opportunity to um to turn things around and to defuse, right? Rather, instead of allowing something to to build up and build up to the to where it explodes, um, yeah. So I'm I'm all I'm always on the lookout for for people who are advocating advocating, you know, for you know defusing and for um, less less shows of um say like the castle is this demonstration of you know power right so less less demonstrations of that less sort of um pageantry and you know that that always is a weird thing <laughs> it's like we'll have parades in Vancouver and all of a sudden the, the military shows up you know and uh um it's 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 a tough moment you know it's sort of like you know well i'm glad they're there but i i i wish they weren't right yeah i guess it's sort of like say police you know it kind of kind of goes hand in hand you know that uh say like, yeah at, you know at, at what point are we going to be able to to put to put that behind us at what point are we going to be able to put, you know, this desire to be a prince or a princess, you know, put that behind us? Um, yeah.
That's that's a that's a question for the ages. All right. Thanks for listening. And here's here's to peace. Take care.